Governor Jamie Pritzker heading over to Davos, Switzerland last week. He returned and you had him touting the state's green energy policies and other uh, agenda items that he has advanced in the state of Illinois. But the issue of renewable energy, it's very contentious, especially when it comes to property rights and reliability issues and costs and so on. And the ability to have traditional forms of energy like fossil fuel energy for gas powered vehicles or maybe uh, having coal powered fire power plants that provide energy for a huge, uh, vast subsection of the population, especially in rural areas. But the efforts that we've seen underway under the Pritzker administration have meant to uh, try to cut back on those fossil fuels, including uh, possibly blocking coal-fired power plants by 2035 or 2040 by uh, you know saying that uh, we're going to have a, uh, a net zero carbon emission standard, which uh, how do you actually get there? It's a great question. But we've seen uh, a couple of interesting developments here, uh, especially in the uh, tail end of lame duck session, which was at the uh, beginning of this month, uh, heading into the new General Assembly that was seated on January 11th. So um, one measure that advanced was a measure that dealt with uh, not allowing for county governments to block certain types of renewable energy projects like wind farms or solar arrays. And these, of course, are renewable energy, uh, some say that are great and clean, but others say it's not reliable and you only get energy when the sun shines or when it's windy out and you can't even really um, efficiently save that energy without using very costly batteries that aren't just expensive, but also can lead to, uh, you know, some questionable mining tactics that are being used in the Congo, for instance, and some people alleging that there's uh, downright slave labor to get some of the uh, the, the, the various uh, raw earth elements that are needed for batteries. Uh, so you've got all of this this mixing about and uh, the, the questions of what kind of local control there's going to be. When it comes to siting wind farms or solar arrays, uh, because some farmers, especially in rural areas, they don't want this encroaching on their property. Um, If you recall, in August of last year, Governor J.B. Pritzker took part in an election roundtable with the Illinois Farm Bureau. Uh, It was one of those events where they had uh, the two candidates, uh, Governor J.B. Pritzker as the Democratic incumbent and Republican State Senator Darren Bailey, who was the Republican challenger. Uh, They had them come in separately. They gave speeches and then they sat down for questions. Well, interesting to hear here the question that Richard Giebert from the Illinois Farm Bureau specifically asked Governor Pritzker uh, back in August about this very issue of local control uh, when it comes to siting uh, wind farms. And here's that back and forth between uh, Giebert and uh, Pritzker. Thank you, Governor. As governor, would you support or continue or to support legislation to create statewide controls over the siting of wind or solar projects. Can you repeat the first part of that question? I sure will. Mm -hmm. As governor, Mm -hmm. would you support legislation to create statewide controls over the siting of wind or solar projects? No, in fact, I've specifically avoided that. I don't think that's the way. We've got to have a, a 
a continuous conversation, the one that we've been having for years now, between the state and local governments and local control so that we decide together about siting. This is a, look, it's challenging. There's no doubt about it. I do think, though, that you know, as we look at broadband, just as one example um, of, you know, of the challenges ahead, that you're seeing the development in broadband of, of much more than just f laying fiber and cable. Um, indeed, uh, as you may know, there are almost 3,000 Starlink satellites that have already been launched and allowing people in areas of Michigan and frankly in other parts of the country so far, starting in Illinois next year, to connect with satellite. Um, and so that's not going to require, you know, any uh, impingement on people's property rights. Um, I really believe that technology is going to help us to overcome some of these challenges. So Thank again, you. Governor J.B. Pritzker uh, saying that uh, that's not on his radar. He actually uh, pushed against that or doesn't want to focus on uh, the issue of taking away local control. That was in August. That was in August in front of the Illinois Farm Bureau, where a lot of farmers are worried about this exact same thing. Well, again, just a few weeks ago at the Illinois State House, a measure advanced to essentially take away local control with supporters saying that uh, counties were blocking these projects. And in order to go towards Illinois' goal of more renewable energy, uh, they want to take away the power of those local counties from being able to block the uh, the siting of wind farms. Governor J.B. Pritzker asked over in Decatur this week about it, and I think we touched on this uh, uh, yesterday, but uh, just to hear it again, here's the governor uh, being asked about that legislation that ultimately passed and seeming to flip-flop from his position just in August. It's very important for us to make sure that counties, uh, local governments, and the state all have input here uh, whenever there is an opportunity for a farmer, a landowner to uh, put clean energy on their land and to reap the benefits of that. And so th this bill simply spreads that out a little bit more and doesn't allow a county or a local uh, government to hold hostage uh, an opportunity uh, for a local farmer, for example, to make a little extra money. So he says that he is going to sign the bill, and the bill is on the governor's desk. So the governor flip-flopping there. Uh, 217-629-7970. A couple of other things we'll get to the rest of this hour includes the governor not looking to make a change at the top of the state's child welfare agency, despite the ongoing problems there are, including an increased number of youth who have died that have had some kind of contact with DCFS. Also, is the progressive tax coming back? We'll touch on that as well. But good morning. You're on WMAY. Two things. I don't hate anybody in this world except for one person. I hate that man. All right, all I, right, I know hate. All right, is a all right. I understand word. your passion. I understand your passion. But right, you know, let's let's not thing. try to let's not devolve to that level. You can criticize okay. him on certain issues, but let's not devolve to that so, level. So, uh, two times now. Well, actually, it's four because two there, two back on separate days because I stayed the night. Uh, my, my daughter lives in Quincy and drove there two weekends in a row. And I don't know how many, uh, uh, wind, uh, factory or wind, uh, combines or whatever the heck they're called turbines or turbines are on the way to, uh, uh, Jacksonville there. Yeah. Yeah. Out west, uh, guess, how just west of of were, guess how many of them were running four <laughs> different days? No, I've seen that myself. It's not a lot, right? Good. 
It's like there, maybe four of of hundreds that are out there or something. No, Greg, both days or four times, the both yeah. weekends, not one of them was moving. That's wild. Not one, not one of them was working. And those are less than a year old. Yeah. Yeah, and, and listen, I mean, there's uh, a lot of other issues that are associated with it, not just the reliability questions, but you even have people who uh, have certain kind of health effects uh, from these things just ominously woof, woof, when they are working. Uh, are they worth it? Well, I guess if you want to get into uh, net zero carbon emissions, but is it really going to be net zero when you got to, how are you going to get those massive blades shipped over to where they're going to go? That's going to be a lot of fossil fuels burnt to, to make that happen uh, with semi-trucks. Good morning. You're on WMAY. There's an interesting TED talk about that, actually. It shows you that these green energies are not actually green. But anyways, if he's willing to lie about something so small like this, what else is he lying and manipulating about? you got to follow the money and the amount of money that Sun Solar and these other big green energy companies are donating to these campaigns and to the DNC is astronomical. And this is just another case in point of why we must get money out of politics. Because he wanted to flip-flop. If, if there wasn't lobbyists and money involved in it. So. Well, and, and listen, I mean, the governor, uh, he is essentially paying for his own campaign, right? I mean, he spent, I think, like $370 million over two different campaigns. That's incredible amounts of money that he spent on himself. Appreciate the call. 217-629-7970. Good morning. You're on WMAY. Yeah, I just had a couple of comments about the two different takes that you think the governor had when he flip-flopped. And maybe, I know the devils are in the details, but the first time, it kind of sounded like he was saying the state wasn't going to control what sites got renewable energy spots. And then the second time with the new bill, it kind of sounds like what he's doing is making sure single counties can't control it. So, granted, I know it's not exactly the same, but I don't think it's a flip-flop. I think he's saying counties can't just block willy-nilly because there's a couple of hard conservatives who don't believe in renewable fuel. This is actually sounds like it's given the farmers the opportunity to pick and choose when they have and not get blocked by their local government. But again, the question initially was about taking away local control, and that's something that uh, Pritzker said that he he actually avoided uh, back in August, but now seems to be willing to sign legislation that essentially does take away that local control of an elected board of a local county to block these types of uh, projects. So I, I get the nuance you're you're bringing up here, and I think it is important that nuance be considered. Uh, but I, you know, I listen. I mean, it's taking a step back and and. and hearing it back to back again um you know we can let people kind of make up their own choices i appreciate the call like you said you want people to make up their own choices but it kind of sounds like the counties are making the choices for the farmers but that county is a locally elected county it's not like just some you know uh person is declaring themselves ruler and saying no we're not having this no it's a, a locally elected county so if that farmer wants to you know uh have that wind farm and the county board that's locally elected says no uh, that farmer can mount a campaign to get elected right i mean uh, elections have consequences as we always hear i appreciate the calls got to take a break it is springfield's morning news on wmay uh, and uh, my gosh i don't even think we're going to be able to get into the conversation about the progressive income tax or uh, DCFS, uh, the Department of Children and Family Services, not having a change. We just we've run plumb out of time. I appreciate everybody chiming in.